I would happily miss the Friday. Good and all as we call it. And wonderful and all as we reflected on it in the welcome area on Friday night. And impactful and all as it is in our lives. I think if I'd been there, I would have happily missed the Friday. I can understand the disciples finding somewhere else to be. The uncertainty, the injustices, the fear, the helplessness. I wouldn't have made it to watch Jesus on the cross, I don't think. And as our family discussed theologically, and we're not great theological thinkers most of the time, good is not the right word for it, we concluded. Today, though, if Mary had come running back and given me half an inkling of what was happening at the tomb, then I'm a Resurrection Sunday kind of guy. I'm the guy that will cry, well, you know, the moment. United have the title, we're an injury time, I'm out in the garden because I can't watch, Aguero scores, Alex Ferguson's face goes like a man chewing a wasp and mine lights up and I was in the garden. I missed it when Manchester City won the league for the first time in 44 years I was in the garden. But for the next week, every morning, I watched that video and I cried my lumps out every time. The happy Hollywood ending. And if you haven't seen Queen of Catway, you need to go and see it, but there's no spoilers here. I wept. I would on Resurrection Sunday when the Hollywood endings just could not even conjure what is going on at that tomb. It would have been a happy day and I would have been out with the instruments and all the kids. Resurrection Sunday. That's my kind of day. But what does it all mean? What does it all mean? We do concentrate a lot on Good Friday. And we concentrate a lot on the cross. But we need to see that the cross without the resurrection is pretty meaningless. Just as the resurrection would have been without the cross. Because it kind of couldn't have happened. And the life that Jesus lived before that is equally important to both the cross and the resurrection. But as Desi taught us just a few years ago as we were going through those travel narratives or didn't teach us because it was there all along that at the end of Luke chapter 9 where Jesus sets his eyes on what does he set his eyes on? When he sets his eyes on Jerusalem he sets his eyes on when he would be taken up and that's not even there in resurrection. Someday that's going to happen down the road at ascension. All this stuff is equally important to the deal. And you will find me lots of times thanking God for the life and death and resurrection of Jesus. And as I was preparing this week, I thought I need to add in the ascension in there probably as well. Because it's all incredibly well linked. So let me take you back to Christmas. And start at Christmas. And of course, it doesn't start part of the story starts at Christmas and if you remember at Christmas I often say let's not get Jesus to the cross immediately 
Let's not get him on a route or a motorway to the cross. Let's take him round the coast road. Let's go with the disciples on the journey that they went through towards Easter. Because that part matters. Before we get to the cross, this stuff matters. The disciples are following Jesus for three years, almost like practical theology. And as they're going around, he's given them things that they need to put in their discipleship basket. Blessed are the poor in spirit and the meek, and love your enemies, and the first will be last, and the last will be first. Really? And you're to do good to those who persecute you. Really? And you're not to think about treasure on earth because that just disappears. You're to think about your treasure in heaven. And you're to look after the marginalized. And in fact, you can hang out with some prostitutes and touch the leper. And tax collectors, you can go and have tea with them. And a Samaritan woman across the gender, across the boundaries of class and religion and race, those are the kind of relationships you're going to get into. So the road that takes us from Christmas towards the cross, it's not a route. It's not the fastest way to get there. It's a journey where Jesus is teaching us what it is to live as his disciple in the new kingdom of God. And what's really interesting is when we get on the other side and we hear that Jesus spent time with the disciples after the resurrection, we don't hear him teaching them very much. The teaching, the stuff they need to pick up on the basket of discipleship is all happening in those three years that he has them as his disciples. But the thing about that stuff is, how can you live that stuff? It's all in the basket and it's all very well, love your enemies. And he didn't understand surely that we would live in Northern Ireland where all kinds of things would happen. Oh, no, he did because there was crucifixions happening there. And, there was, and he, wouldn't, he couldn't have understood what it would be like. Yeah, he probably did. So all the stuff that he's teaching them is pretty otherworldly. It's pretty upside down. It's not really that possible for us to live. So we have the stuff, but we need something to actually happen to allow us to live the stuff. And we get to Good Friday with all the stuff that we need to live. But something needs to happen to allow us the power and the ability to live it. And so we get to Good Friday. And Friday night out here, we gently led ourselves to that cross. And we concluded at the end of that that it is finished, he declared. Now, what is finished? The disciples are going on this road, not the route. They're going on a road from Bethlehem through to when they started picking Jesus up and following him. Into Jerusalem, there was the donkey. And then there's coming. And then if you look back... Behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world was right at the outset of that road. And here's the Lamb of God taking away the sin of the world. It is finished. It is finished. Something is done. Something is gone. And what is gone is the guilt and the shame and the consequences of our sin is dealt with on the cross. It is finished. And we're starting to walk through these three days the soul wash, because they're only three days. They're not it. They're the three days that makes the difference. But don't forget the three years of the discipleship. 
And so we come in on Good Friday, and on Good Friday, on Friday night, we finished with, it is finished, and if you remember back to last Sunday, I was trying to get us not to remember, so there was just the slightest inkling on Friday night, just the slightest inkling that we might get to Sunday, just the last three lines that said, let's come back in three days and see what's happened. It is finished. Part of the deal is done. But then we get to this morning, and we're through that awful empty Saturday where God is dead for an entire day. And we get into the next day and we find resurrection. Like Sophie declared, the woman come and say, he is risen. And it is finished on Friday, becomes the new life starts here on Sunday. So something finished, we get rid of the old We get rid of that. The the curtain was torn in two. We can now be in relationship with God again. We can be children of God. As the McNeils were singing to us earlier, we're not slaves. We're not slaves anymore. We're children of God. It is finished. It was dealt with. Everything's different. But where are we going to get the strength and the power? The power of the resurrection. Paul said, I want to live. I want to know the power of the resurrection. The old is gone. The new has come. And we come out of Resurrection Sunday into the rest of it. You know what really struck me about the Matthew 28 reading in our lectionary today? Jesus didn't sit on the bale of hay that the girls had or on the stone that was rolled away, not so that he could get out, so that we could get in to see that he wasn't there any longer. He didn't stand on the stone and say, I tell you what, let's do a three-week series on what the resurrection means. Soon as Jesus gets out of the tomb, he's saying, get to Galilee, guys. We need to get to Galilee. Tell them I'm going ahead of them. Tell them to get to Galilee. Because there's still work to be done. You see, we've come through the three years of the road. And we've gone through the soul wash. It is finished. The curtain is torn in two. We've come out of the tomb with resurrection power. And now it's only just beginning. Jesus is saying, get to Galilee. Before the end of the chapter, he says, go into all of the world. So they get to Galilee And he spends time with them in Galilee. And then he sends them out into the rest of the world to do all the stuff that they collect in the box, in the basket. It's all there. We know what it is to live the kingdom life because Jesus lived the kingdom life. But we couldn't live the kingdom life because we were separated from God. But Good Friday says we're not separated from God anymore. But how would we have the power to live it? Well, we have the power to live it because we come through resurrection. We get to Galilee. And then he sends us out the doors... I just said I would do that so as I would see the McMurrays in the welcome area, give them a wave and come back in because we're tasked to go into all the world and be disciples. Now, somewhere along the next part of these six weeks, the lectionary is going to take us to Pentecost where the power of the resurrection is going to be poured out on us by the Holy Spirit, but Jesus is already on it as soon as he comes out of the tomb. Get yourselves to Galilee, because I'm going ahead of you to Galilee, because there's work to be done. This isn't the work back here. This is the training to do the work. I've done the work that gets you up and running. It is finished. The new life starts here, and then we're out of here to bring the shalom, the kingdom of God, the justice of God to the world out there. And we'll be standing at ascension and the angel will be saying, or Jesus will be saying before he ascends, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. And this morning we remember Spain and London and South Africa and that little school in Uganda and Donegal Pass and Peace in Belfast and all the other things that we're involved in because we took the road we learned the life of.
We got all the things that he wanted us to live. And then in order to live them, he tore that curtain so that we would be children, not slaves or servants of God. And then he burst through the power of resurrection so that when the Holy Spirit comes in Pentecost, get ahead of me to Galilee because we have things to do. Fitzroy, Fitzroy, what are we picking up in our baskets? This weekend, what is it that we see this weekend about? Is it just that we have a few days off and we complain because they've taken Easter out of the egg hunt, but then we complain because they put Good Friday into the selling of beer and Tesco's? We don't know whether we want to be on the ads or off the ads. We're so confused. The world is so confused because they don't even know what it is that we're celebrating on Good Friday or Resurrection Sunday. And part of the deal in that is that we're maybe still caught in Good Friday or Resurrection Sunday, and we haven't got on to Galilee or to the ends of the earth, which is where we come through these three days to get to. We need to keep moving into the kingdom. Remember my C.S. Lewis story. I did it for Robert Robinson when I was out in Campbell earlier in the year. Do you know Diggory? And tell me, I keep forgetting who Diggory's with. She's not with Lucy, is she? No, it's not Lucy. Who is it? Who is it Diggory's with? When they go through into Narnia for the first time through the shuch. I mean, C.S. Lewis doesn't call it a shuch, but that's what we call it in Harryville, isn't it? So um, I think my mum was asked one day to spell shuch. Uh, try that one for an, an outgoing. But they come through a shuck into Narnia for the very first time. And C.S. Lewis gets all sexist because the girl wants to go back and the guy wants to go on. He hadn't res- read the resurrection stories because in the resurrection stories, it's the men who want to clear off and it's the women who want to go on. But Diggory says, what would be the point of finding rings, magic rings that could take you into a whole new kingdom if you didn't explore that kingdom once you got there. What is the point of Good Friday? What is the point of Easter and Resurrection Sunday, especially for us who declare we believe it, if we're just going to hang around the gates of this kingdom and just sit there and think about it? No, 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 Jesus says. Galilee, Go to Galilee. Get back there because I'm going ahead of you. And all the world, so that the events of these two days, that Leonard Cohen, another Canadian on this Fitzroy Canada Day, Leonard Cohen says a lever pulled in the universe and nothing was ever the same again. It is finished. I am risen. All that we'd learned now made possible. Go on. Get ahead of me. I'm going ahead of you. I'm going ahead of you. But catch up with me in Galilee because we have work to do, Fitzroy. We have work to do, Steve. We have work to do. Let us come out of resurrection this particular year and grab all the things in the basket and see that the curtain is torn. See the Lamb of God that took away the sin of the world. See that we no longer need to be slaves but can be children because of Good Friday. But we can now live in the power of this resurrection post-Sunday and that Jesus isn't hanging around. He's telling us to get with it and go with him. Let's pray together.
Lord, we thank you for these days in history. Whereas Leonard Cohen has so well described, a lever was pulled in the universe and nothing would ever be the same again. May that be the case in our lives. May that be the case in this community of Fitzroy. And may that then go out the doors of Fitzroy, out into this community of Belfast to bring shalom, to bring justice, particularly as we think of Onialaku and South Sudan this morning. Lord, we pray you would show us how we can follow you to the next place you would want us to experience the resurrection of Jesus. Go with us, we pray, and may we live in the power of that resurrection for Jesus' glory and honor. Amen.